Hey everyone, thanks for joining me for episode 4 of Northern Tracks Outdoors. I'm your host, Amanda Shields. In last week's episode, I said I would be talking about ice fishing, and I am, but I have a guest this week, Jarrett Duranzo. I honestly think that all this kid does is fish. If he's not fishing, he's thinking about it, or finding a way to talk about it, or watching YouTube videos about it. Jarrett and I have become closer over the years as our families were once intertwined back in the day, and we live in the same town. Jarrett's older brother, Buddy, and I have been friends for quite a few years, but I have since grown to know the whole family and love them all as if our family was still super intertwined. And honestly, as far as I'm concerned, they are my family. Jarrett is an avid sportsman, and his passion, like mine, for hunting and fishing is extreme. This past fall, Jarrett and I went hunting for the first time together, and we didn't get anything, but we had a lot of laughs. We've gone fishing quite a few times together and have never not caught a fish. As I said, he always finds a way to talk about hunting or fishing. That's probably why he works at a local bait shop. That, and they let him get new lures out of his paycheck. So without further ado, here's Jarrett. Hey, how's it going, Jarrett? Uh, It's going pretty good. Did you go fishing this last weekend? Yeah, I did. What'd you get? Uh, I caught a couple northern pike and a couple bluegills. Did you bring any for me to pickle? No, I did not. Whatever. So, Jarrett, how did you get into fishing? Uh, My dad taught me when I was a younger kid, and it just stuck with me throughout my years. Yeah, dads, they end up raising us just like they got raised, hey? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I was born in July, and my parents had me out ice fishing with them that following winter. Is that kind of the same thing that happened with you growing up? You just got thrown right back into it. (laughs) So tell me a little bit, like, how you think growing up fishing turned you into who you are today? I know I wouldn't likely be the same person I am today had I not had the influence of hunting and fishing around me all the time. So how do you think that that affected you? Uh, It made me meet a lot more people, and I could survive through the world eating fish or cleaning and eating a deer. So basically turned into a survival thing. Jarrett, what is your all-time favorite ice fishing story? Probably when me, you, and Alan went out on a secret lake and caught banana a bunch, lake. Banana lake. <laughs> caught a bunch of pike and made a huge bonfire on the lake and had the dogs out there ripping the sleds and ended up bringing the fish home and pickling them after. And I think you ate all those jars of fish on me. I think I did too. <laughs> and my dilly beans. <laughs> yep. So if you want a million bucks tomorrow. Okay, you're not 18 yet, so you can't play the lottery. So the day you turn 18, you win the lottery. Where are you going fishing? What is the ultimate trip for you? Probably would be ice fishing. So it'd probably be up in Lake of the Woods in the Canada part, not the Minnesota part. And, well, buy another ice castle with that million dollars. <laughs> get, you could get me one, too, with that money. <laughs> probably could. And just fish there for Ever. however long. Yeah, <laughs> however long I want to stay out there for. Not to change the topic on you here, but I also want to know what would be the ultimate hunting trip. Probably a moose hunt either in Canada or Alaska. Would you do it with 
A gun or a bow? Gun. Yeah. You wouldn't put the sneaksies on them? Nope. That's risky business. So I'm building an ice shack this year that I want to have dual purpose for going down sturgeon spearing and then also to be able to use up here, which my blog post last week talked a little bit about because I made a bet with my dad. I have to do this. But when I was looking online at different ideas for the trailer, I came across a website. I think it was called something like welding.com or something. Anyway, I was scrolling through the comments from the post of this guy, and this guy, nobody knew what he was talking about when they he said he wanted to build a custom trailer ice shack, and literally nobody knew. One of the guy's comment I actually screenshotted said, people actually live where it gets cold enough for lakes to freeze. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Obviously, it gets cold enough. <laughs> Just, I can't, do people actually believe that it doesn't get that cold? Well, this year shows it, after all the cold times this year. <laughs> the polar vortex, you mean? Yeah. Have you ever taken somebody who's never been out ice fishing before? No, I actually have not ever taken anybody out that hasn't been out. But haven't you taken someone out? Uh, yeah, I actually did. So he was from California. I took him this year. He's from California, lives in Arizona, and he's dating one of my friends. And I was telling her about the fish we were catching and stuff, and she asked if Alan and I could take them out fishing. Her boyfriend's only request was that we get him on a fish with really big teeth. So I let him use my auger and drill holes wherever he wanted, and he ended up catching a 34 and a quarter inch northern for his fish. First fish ever out on the ice. And his first time out being on a frozen lake. He also ended up catching a really nice sized bass. So he went from like one end of the spectrum of teeth to the other. But I was just as excited as he was, I think, to be a part of him catching his first fish through the ice. What advice would you give to someone who has maybe only gone a couple times fishing or wants to get into it or someone who has never gone at all and wants to learn? Uh, definitely buy tip-ups. <laughs> tip-ups are the easiest way to do it if you don't want to jig. You just sit there and watch them. And definitely get a shack with a heater when you're out there. And watch a lot of YouTube videos on ice fishing and learn a lot from that. So, Jarrett, you're going to go on a fishing trip soon. Tell me all about it. Well, me and a couple of my buddies are taking the ice castle down to Battle of the Bago, and we're going to fish that for two days. Have you ever fished Lake Winnebago before? I have not fished Winnebago before, but I've always wanted to, so this tournament kind of is bringing me to fishing the battle of the bag or fishing the bago i think you should come spearing with us next year oh uh, that'd be pretty fun <laughs> if i get that shack done you can sit with me <laughs> do you think you'll end up being like the underdog fisherman from small town northern wisconsin who ends up cleaning house on this tournament or what well that's the that's the whole plan of this trip <laughs> well thanks for coming on my podcast Jarrett. and if i don't see you before your trip Catch lots of fish, stay safe, and watch the ice out there. Things change pretty quick on Lady Bagel. 
and maybe I'll send you with some dilly beans for good luck. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Thanks again, everyone, for joining me on episode four of Northern Tracks Outdoors. Make sure to rate and subscribe Northern Tracks Outdoors on whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. Also, be sure to check out my blog and sign up for weekly e-newsletters so you don't get lost in the woods. I'll see you next week.